In this episode of the Sales and Presentation Podcast, I'm going to share with you how to do the last minute of your presentation. And you'll be able to find a video version of this in a slide voiceover format. That's available on my YouTube channel. So check out Trevor Lee Media on YouTube and you can then watch the podcast and the slides that go with it. Welcome to the Sales and Presentation Podcast. This is the podcast for businesses and individuals who want to transform their sales activity, deliver awesome presentations and win more sales pitches. And now, here is your host, Trevor Lee. Welcome, everybody. Uh, this is episode 66 of the Sales and Presentation Podcast. My name is Trevor Lee. I'm here every week to share with you top tips and ideas for transforming your sales, for helping you deliver awesome presentations and win more sales pitches. So in this episode today, we're talking about the last minute of your presentation. Now, if you missed last week's episode, that was all about the first minute of your presentation. So today, it's the last minute of the presentation. And what tends to happen is then the big thing I want to encourage you to do is this, is when you do the end of your presentation, don't just stop. Lots of presenters that, you know, when, you're, when you see them in action, they suddenly stop. Now, often they stop because they've run out of time, and we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that as we go. But remember, you know, that the end of your presentation, that last minute is by logical inference, the last bit the audience hear from you. So it's really important that you make the most of that last minute because, you know, for your audience, it could well be make your mind up time. You know, they're thinking, did I, you know, am I going to get something from this presentation? What's, you know, because they're all, your audience are sitting there throughout thinking, well, what's in it for me? So in that last minute, that will be decision time for them. Do they want to take it further in terms of hooking up with you and talking to you about how you can help them or whatever it is that you're the benefits that you've shared during that presentation? So you really need to get this last minute really right. And of course, you know, a big part of that is to motivate and inspire your audience in that last minute of your podcast of your uh, presentation. I'm the one doing the podcast. <laughs> so, um, you know, the, in, in back in, the, you know, people would say, you know, the last bit of your presentation is tell them what you've told them. So this is, you know, your last minute is really is, is you know, tell them all, you know, why, why they should be interested in coming to work with you or getting in touch with you. So that last minute is really important. So even though you've only got one minute, you don't really want to rush through that last minute. So let's just rewind slightly and have a think about how we prepare for that last minute. So when I talk to you about the structure of a presentation, I would have said that you need to allocate around 15% of the time to your start of your presentation, around 70% of the time to the you know your key messages. And as a reminder, I would have said in previous podcasts, make sure you've only got three key messages as a maximum. You might just have one. doesn't matter how long your presentation is. People won't remember more than three key messages. So why give them 10? Because then you're asking them to choose. And then you've got 15% left for your summary. The last bit of your, that you know, people are going to hear from you. So to make sure that, you know, that, that bit is really, really good as well. 
Okay, um, and this is the bit we're talking about today. So the most important thing to get you to that last minute is the rest of the presentation has run on time. And this is what tends to happen with presenters, is that they get to that last minute and it no longer exists because they've run out of time and someone's tapping on their watch or the hoot has gone off or, or something like that. So don't forget the golden rule of practicing timing of your presentation is 80% of the time. That's what you need to practice your presentation in. So if you've got a 10 minute presentation, take eight minutes in practice because on the day you will go a bit slower, you will add to it. I was uh, I was at a business awards dinner recently and uh, bumped into a guy who I, I knew had been doing a presentation that week. Uh, and he had a 10 minute presentation at a different conference. And I said, how did it how did it go then? And uh, he said, well, I was I was I was bang on 10 minutes and the hooter went off and uh, I still had one key point to, to get over. So I said, well, how long did you practice? You know, what was your practice time? And he said, oh, well, that was 10 minutes. So there you go. So that was the, that was the issue. So. It is hard to think, well, I don't need, you know, why don't I practice in the full time? But it will make a difference on the day. So 80%, 85% if you've got a presentation that lasts 15 or 20 minutes or longer. But certainly 10 minute presentation, you've got to practice it in eight. So the other thing to get yourself ready for the last minute is if there is a Q&A. So here's a top tip about Q&As. So get the Q&A in before your, fit, before your last minute finish. All right. So if um, if part if you if let's say your presentation is 15 minutes and then there's a few minutes for a Q&A. So tell the audience right at the beginning and tell the organizer that this is how it's going to work. You're going to get to what before you do your final summing up, you're going to take the Q&A. Now, there are two good reasons for this. The first reason is that often a Q&A can fall very flat because no one asks a question or they ask rubbish questions uh, and it just it just it doesn't it just just flat and that's the last thing people hear from your presentation is the flat Q&A the second reason is it gives you more control of that summing up because you've parked it you know you're going to come back to it it also is a good reason for cutting the Q&A short so as a reminder here's what to do with Q&As remember rhetorical questions get those rhetorical questions in early. So while the audience are thinking, what should I ask? You've planned your rhetorical questions because very often in a Q&A, there's nobody you know, sticking their hand up to ask a question. So on that basis, have those two questions ready. Ladies and gentlemen, the, the question that people most ask me about this subject, you know, you know what I mean, get those in. Right, so got the Q&A parked out the way. So what are we gonna do to make sure this last minute really, really zips and works for you? Well, the first thing you need to remember is that this presence and personality that you've built up throughout the rest of the presentation, starting if you remember from the minute you were introduced to the audience, right at the beginning or before that first minute, you need to keep this going. This is the last minute, you need to keep it going. Don't let it slip. All right, so don't don't sort of you know let the let the you know let your energy levels drop in this last minute as though oh, I've nearly finished. Thank goodness for that. You've got to really keep that up right to the line. It's like if you're in a running race, it's keeping going until you hit the tape. And this is the in in a sense this is the last 150 meters of your running race. And you you know you don't you know, keep it going and you're feeling as though you you know you're tired and you've run out of energy but you've got to keep going. So it's really important that this last minute you maintain that presence and personality. So what you mustn't do in this last minute, because it's really vital uh, that you use it really well, is no rambling. 
So you don't ramble around. A lot of presenters ramble around at the beginning. Quite a few ramble around at the end. So, um, uh, ladies and gentlemen, well, that's just about it, really, from me. So, uh, uh, yeah, it's been great to speak to you today. And uh, thanks very much for inviting me. And, uh, well, that's just about it, really. So we don't want any of that nonsense. <laughs> all right? So get, all, get rid of all that rambling around. But we said in the first minute presentation uh, podcast last week, start slowly and deliberately. And you should do that at the finish as well. You need to finish slowly and deliberately. So you started slowly and deliberately, then you built the pace up. And now you're bringing the pace back down. So by going slowly at the end, the audience get the message that whatever you're now telling them is really important because that's why you're telling them slowly. Very hard to do this at the end because you kind of think, I'm nearly there, just let's whip through this and I've finished. Try and go slowly, okay? So you're keeping that energy levels up, but actually in that dash to the tape, you're backing off the pace slightly. So what can you do to you know create this create this finish? Well, you can f- finish a story. So if you started a story at the beginning, when you, if you saw the uh, the you know the first minute last week, I said you know you can start a presentation with a story, start the first part of it. You could finish if you started that story finish the story in your last minute. It ties the two neatly together and it gives something people that they will definitely remember. You might want to you might want to re, re you know remind people of the three key messages you've given them which are in fact three good reasons or three key key benefits ideally as to why they'd want to work with you and your and your particular offer whatever that is your product or your service. But throughout all this, it's really important that, you know, what you are doing is you're maintaining momentum as you go through this last minute. And probably the most important thing that you deliver in that last minute is the next move. What do you want your audience to do next? This is your time to tell them. So you might want them to book an appointment with you. You might want them to come and talk to you afterwards. You might want them to, you know, connect with you on LinkedIn. You might want them, you might invite them to send you their problems through whatever you know communication service you're offering to them anything at all that keeps something going some sort of connection going and makes it more personal because you might not know the people in the audience but now's your chance to make it more one to one so tell them what you want them to do that's really really important that's kind of the final bit of the final mars minute so when i leave when i you know i'm thinking right this is what i now need to do that's the last thing they hear from you and, you know, and oh, but don't forget, of course, I think to thank them. Some, uh, you know, presenting gurus say, I oh, just, you know, you don't need to thank the audience, but I think you should. And I think there's a good reason for that. And because thank you is clearly the signal that you finished. And it's also the signal for them to show their appreciation of what you've done. So enjoy the applause. I remember reading a, uh, an article about uh, pop stars. And they said, you know, when you get the applause at the end of the gig, don't walk off the stage straight away. You know, thank you know, stay there, keep your eye contact going, enjoy the moment, and and, and it's, you know, if you you know, just enjoy the moment, yeah, and uh, and soak up the applause because you've earned it because you've worked really hard to make this presentation fantastic. So enjoy the applause that you're going to get. And finally, of course, don't forget that you know that last minute you do need to practice it because. As I said last in the last episode of the podcast, if you practice the first minute, you'll feel it'll help you become much more confident when you get out there. Get through that first minute, the rest of the presentation will tend to flow. Likewise, the last minute, practice it because then it will 
flow and you'll feel good about it. So you know what's going in the first minute, you know what's going in the last minute. Frankly, the bit in the middle, <laughs> as long as you've got the structure and the content right, that's going to be fine. You, that'll just flow for you. The key of the bit in the middle is not to overrun it on time. Right, so last minute, have a couple of run-throughs and, um, and, you know, maybe three if you like, but just so you feel comfortable about how that last minute's going to go. And, you know, don't forget your little note card as well, just so you've got the, the points on your note card that, that you need to remember in that, in that last minute. Because in all of this, you know, presenting is a great opportunity. And I don't think people appreciate it enough. I did a workshop recently for one of my clients, actually, about they're in the professional services sector, encouraging them to go out and do presentations at events, at conferences, for, you know, for some of their clients um, as a speaker to attract their customers in. Because it is a great opportunity. We live in a very crowded marketing world. But when you're doing a presentation, there you are. You're on the stage. There's no, no other distractions. There's nobody else. You've, in a sense, you've got undivided attention of your audience providing, of course, you get that bit right. So, ladies and gentlemen, that was the last minute of Deliver Awesome Presentations. I hope you've found this podcast useful. Now, don't forget... Um, Deliver Awesome Presentations is a program that I run uh, for businesses like yours. And it's, it's, it works really well for anywhere between four and, and six. And maybe we could push it to eight delegates. And I can run it as a half or a full day event. The only difference between the two is that in a full day event, you get more opportunity to practice. So I would kind of, you know, if you're going to invest in this, I would always advise investing in the full full day event. But if you're short of time, we can make it happen in the half day. It'd still be very interactive because I like to make the courses I run fun and interactive. Because, you know, and by the way, I don't video. Because I think a lot of people who do presentation courses, they video what's going on. And there are two reasons I don't video. One is because I think if I suddenly set up a video camera... You know, a lot of people are feeling nervous before they come on the course anyway. And I just think it's going to make it even worse because they think, oh, my God, everyone's going to watch me on playback. And also, you know, if, if we video you, then we've got to re show you the video recording. And it takes so much time out of the day just faffing around with the video. So I will not be videoing during this presentation course. And if you want me to video, then, you know, go and find somebody who, uh, who will video. Because I don't think it works with the delegates. I get great response from the people I work with by not videoing. And I use a very interactive method where I get everybody, all the delegates to be coaches. And that works much better seemingly than video. Because, the, you know, my, my number one objective with all these presentation, with Deliver Awesome presentation courses is to build your confidence. That's the number one objective. Because once I've got your confidence up, then you can easily follow the structure. And here's the structure that we use. It's the seven P's of presenting. It's the model I've created over the last two or three years. I'm not going to talk through it, but, but we cover the purpose of your presentation, the people, which is your audience, all the preparation stuff you need to do, the planning, which is essentially the structure and content, how to use PowerPoint or props. Don't always have to use PowerPoint. You know, death by PowerPoint is often not the number of slides. It's usually the content of those slides. Too many words. I'm going to show you how to run slides with one word on them. And then performance, which is your delivery. And, you know, and that will be the bit we'll work on. We'll get two or three goes each during the workshop to deliver. And it's great. You know, it really is. Because if you can deliver to your peers, then, you know, an audience will be great. And, and the final one is practice, of course. And I will help you then make sure that you deliver engaging, educational, 
and entertaining presentations. So do get in touch if you want to, you know, if you want your colleagues or yourself or your company to deliver much better presentations because they will stand out. Because not, you know, most presentations aren't frankly very good. So if you want to stand out, then give us a shout. Um, you can email me trevor at trevorleemedia.co.uk or give me a call 07785 390717. Okay, so that is pretty much the end of the podcast for this week. I'm just going to get the uh, podcast slide back on there. There we go. Um, for those of you who are watching it on the YouTube channel. So thank you very much for joining me. I'll be back next week with another episode of the Sales and Presentation Podcast. Um, if you do like the show, then please do leave me a review. That would be fantastic. There we go. Thanks very much. See you next week. Thank you for listening. The Sales and Presentation Podcast is a production of Trevor Lee Media. If your organization needs to transform its sales activity and re-energize its sales team, or you need help with a key presentation or sales pitch, then please get in touch with Trevor via trevor at trevorleemedia.co.uk or call him on 07785 390 717. If you enjoyed the podcast, please do leave a review on iTunes or via your podcast app. Thank you.